everybody and welcome back to the loving myself podcast today we have a very special guest nicole say hello hello so here with me i have my bestie nicole ocampo my legal name (laughs) her legal name we met like on the first day of college at monmouth university back in 2018 Mm. or did you say we didn't meet that day no i didn't meet you that day it was the first day I met the rest of her friend group, but you were busy doing something in La La Land, so I didn't meet you, but I met you the next day. They talked about you, though. They were like, oh, Maggie, like, Maggie, blah, 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 and I was like, okay, like, I I was like, there's another, like, there's an addition to this, (laughs) and then I met you, like, the next day. Um, But today, we are going to be talking about life after college, um, obviously, because me and Nikki, you know, lived college together, definitely seeing the highs and lows throughout that experience and then kind of had a similar journey post-college so we both can kind of relate um but I kind of just want to interview Nikki on her life because oh <laughs> she's so interesting and she's my bestie um <laughs> so the first thing I wanted to ask you is just like or not really ask you but can you just for the audience mm-hmm. explain your life in college okay so I originally came in as an education major and then first semester I was like mm, maybe not And then I switched to a communications major, and I was really, really happy with that. And I've always been happy with that. Um, I partied my little self out freshman year. We know. We all know. We've all been there. And then, (laughs) sadly, I got a boyfriend sophomore year. That took up a big chunk of my college experience, sophomore and junior year. Because I was in a very toxic relationship with man who shall not be named. Anyway, so that took up a big chunk, and it kind of messed with my, like, myself and my friends a little bit but senior year we broke up and I had the best senior year I think anyone could have ever had and all my friendships grew so so much with it um senior year and yeah and then I graduated with uh, my bachelor's in communications um concentration in public relations and journalism and for funsies I got my minor in media productions and it's been good so far I sometimes I'm like "Mm, I miss education but then I think about like I can make more money now than yeah. I would with as a teacher. So true. Yeah, I guess that's my little spiel about college. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I seen Nikki and I've been friends with Nikki again throughout all four years, and me and her senior year, we were like, I'm crossing my fingers right now. It was so fun because we were in the same sorority. Um, we joined um at the same time freshman year, so we got to go out together a lot and do a lot of things together. Um, and senior year was definitely super fun for the both of us and I'm super happy you got to experience Mm -hmm. you know a single college year especially freshman year but it was not the same like senior year we were 21 yeah Mm -hmm. um but it's awesome and we also we went to Monmouth University so if you're not familiar with the area it's down the shore in Jersey so by the end of our senior year all the shore bars opened up so we were able to go to like DJs and bar a and all those cool and fun spots. So it made the experience so much more exciting. Um, so, Nicole, mm-hmm. um, I kind of wanted you to walk us through a day in the life in college and then kind of like, I guess, walk us through a day in the life now post-college. Okay. So I know I posted this on my on the Instagram account for Loving Myself Podcast, but Nikki has been working in marketing and PR-related fields for I think even while she was in college. Yeah. Yeah. So she's been in the field for a really long time. So um, I guess some routines are going to be overlapping, but I thought it would be good just to hear like 
you know, what's the difference between that college routine and the life after college routine? Mm. And it's like, I feel like it's the routine, but it's also like the mindset too that changes a lot. But anyways, college, well, first of all, like Maggie said, the bars were open, so I was there. Yeah. So college is a little different because it depended on the day, but I woke up like hungover a lot, like feeling so bad inside. Um, like literally just awful inside because I was sick and everything. But say I wasn't hungover, whatever. I woke up. Um, I would go to class, sit there, take my notes, all that stuff, go back home. Um, usually I tried to get my homework done like as soon as I could, just because I I'm like I don't like procrastinating. Maybe because I'm a Virgo, but I don't <laughs> like it. Um, and then honestly, once I was like fine, I would like hang with my friends any chance I could. I would hang with my friends or my housemates or something like that. That's so real. I don't mean to cut you off, but Nikki literally lived at our house. We always said she was like the fifth roommate. Yeah. So I like, I don't know. I made it a priority, like always was with my friends and stuff, but I got my homework done. So it was fine. Um, besides that, like really with college, like you don't do much if you finish all your homework you do everything that is so true like you don't do much so i just hung out with my friends go to parties mixers obviously like plan my outfits stuff like stupid stuff like that like gossip um but then graduating college omg (laughs) (laughs) it was like a little slap in the face because it's like obviously you went to school and you went to school in high school for like six hours but when you go to college you forget what it's like to sit in one spot or like sit in one building for like eight hours that's such a good point so like when you're going to uh, when you actually start like a full-time job you realize how much eight hours is in your day mm-hmm. and like whatever so that can get a little draining but right now i work a hybrid job so it's okay because i get those two days of like a little bit of like a break of like different change of scenery kind of you know yeah. what i mean i get i can move from my desk and walk walk to my kitchen like it's different yeah. like than just sitting at my desk all day um but basically now what i do and i sound like a grandma now and i think Oh, you kind of agree with There's me. There's nothing though? wrong with being. Yeah, a grandma. once once you graduate, <laughs> maybe for like a couple months, maybe even maybe a year, you might still be going like you're a little bit crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Once you start working that nine to five, for me it's eight thirty to five. But I like you go home, you're ready to go to bed, you're ready yeah. to watch your shows, mm-hmm. shower, put a face mask on, you turn to a grandma. So that's basically what I do all the time. So I wake up, I get ready, yeah. I plan my fit the bo- the night before. Yeah. <laughs> And then I go to work for eight hours, drive 45 minutes home, make my dinner, lay in bed, watch my shows. Yep. So that's how it is now. But like I was saying before, it's like the mindset that changes the most. Like I remember because like as much as I'd like to say I wasn't immature, I was immature in college. Mm -hmm. The things I prioritized were immature, which is fine. Like that's no one's 100% mature when they're in college. And like that's your time to be silly. Yes, 100%. But now like that I'm out of it for like i guess it's been two years now right one year and yeah, a year uh, yeah and a half. i think a year and a half or so now it's at this point like i feel like i've just matured so much with my priorities and like taking care of myself mm-hmm. boys is a whole different yeah. little episode but i've matured a lot with that as well so i just feel like you have a different level of maturity and it's not even like the puberty maturity it's just your yeah. mindset it's yeah. just different you know i was thinking like i think for me, because I guess I've had I had a similar experience, right? So like in college, the everyday routine was literally waking up hungover, debriefing with your friends in the morning. Oh my god, what happened last night? What did we do? And then I would always go to the gym, go to classified class, come home, literally just rot in bed until I had time mm. to get ready. Rotting's big. Yep, got ready to go out, 
pre-games, went out, came home, repeat. You know, yeah. that is an insane routine for a day-to-day life. But that's, that's how college kind of, like, makes it out to be, mm-hmm. which is so bad because it's like, oh, my God, we were drinking that much. Me like, and Dana. Dana's my roommate. Me and her always, like, joke about by the end of May and June, like, we were swollen. Yes. Like, every day of drinking, like, yes. you just were swollen. Oh, my gosh, yes. It's crazy. Now, oh, my God, I go out on, like, a Friday or Saturday. I'm like, oh. I'm good for the month. Yes. (laughs) No, I always say going out on the Thursday is like the new Friday because if you wake up hungover on Friday, it's fine because it's Friday. It's the last day of work for the week. And then you can get through Friday, get through Saturday, and by the time Sunday hits, it's been the longest weekend ever. Um, But I was going to say, I think the most challenging thing for the transition from like your daily routine in college to your daily routine in Um, like life after college would be like fitting in time to work out because as you said Mm -hmm. like you wake up let's say like 6 a.m to get ready for work you're commuting to work you sit at work for eight hours and then you come home you decompress from work right you're too exhausted like you literally eat like go to bed like that's Mm -hmm. literally all you can do so I had I was huge into the gym and I talked about this on like other podcasts, but I realized that I didn't have time to fit into my schedule or I was trying to go in the morning, but I was rushing with time for work or I would go after work, but then everything would be taken at the gym or I, I would just feel really intimidated and not motivated. So I stopped going for a really long time and I was like, this is insane. So I think for me, that was like the biggest challenge. And I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think was the biggest challenge like in that transition? from life well the gym now the gym was definitely one big one um i feel like it's hard yeah like you said like in the morning you're really really tired you don't it's like hard to go and then you also sometimes it's like you have to wake up like 4 a.m to be able to do that like Like, i get ready for work at 6 45 like so then that was hard and also like after work you're too tired or every machine is taken at five o'clock because everybody goes um but most challenging I don't know. Oh, you know what it was? Most challenging, especially for me, because my major was communications. Like, I was looking for a kind of marketing job. It honestly was getting a job. And it sucked because, like you said, like, I I had a lot of experience. I had, like, I don't know. I had an internship. I had a position in our sorority. I had worked as well. Like, that's three major things to have in college on your resume graduating. And, like, even then, it's so hard to get a job and applying. So, I feel like that was something that was kind of, like, a shell shock for me. Like, because you go to college and you, like, they tell you, like, that's what you expect. Like, you go to mm-hmm. high school, you graduate, you go to college, you graduate. And then after college, you have your you degree. You get a job, yeah. Yeah, you have your degree. You're perfectly suitable for lots of yeah. jobs. So, you think that, oh, perfect. And I'm newly, I'm fresh. They're going to want someone young for, like, especially yeah. marketing. Oh, yeah. And I just discovered, like, that's not it. And it's so hard, like, right now to find a job. Um, so that was a huge challenge and it honestly like affected me a lot mentally, mm-hmm. but, um, I've found my job now and it works, but yeah. So if you're ever struggling with that, you're not alone cause yeah. it sucks. So Nikki's had a couple of jobs from when she was in college to now, um, cause she got into the field pretty early as she kind of mentioned. Um, so I know there's people out there that like not everyone gets into a job after college and like completely utterly enjoys it. Um, so what would be your advice to people who are starting a new job or what do you think they should look for when applying to jobs? What are some green flags, red flags, or just like your overall advice for the job search? Okay. Well, job search wise, like looking on Indeed and all that, 
definitely if if you read anything within a job description that you're like eh, like don't even bother because if it's something that is gonna like like when you read it you're just like yeah. negative about it like don't even bother applying that's actually so true yeah like just you only apply for things that you're honestly gonna be totally interested in stuff because if like it's not worth your time yeah if you're gonna be unhappy with it um but honestly like when i first so i had a job graduating that went into after graduating and was at a nonprofit doing marketing and i would say like with that like having the job and not fully loving it you really have to find the little things to appreciate like i worked with senior citizens and like i didn't love the job itself but like the little moments i had with some of the uh, senior citizens that were so sweet like one man bought me like slippers one day and it was cute so it's like finding the good within the little stuff and even my job now like some days it is hard for me to like get through the day but then like i have like some coworkers that i love or i really like my boss and he's funny so it's like trying to find the good within like some of the crappy parts um but like yeah i guess just don't give up i can, i've told maggie and all my friends i probably applied like even like even now probably adding it all up over 500 do- jobs like yeah. it's just like how it is right now nowadays but like don't give up because like you never know even if you think it's going to be a stretch for you mm-hmm. like just apply anyways because you literally never know and even if you get an interview right and you don't get it but that's good experience for you because then the next interview that you get like you have you're gonna have way more experience you're gonna know what to do and better answers to say so that too so if an interview doesn't work out like take it as experience not that it just didn't work out and they didn't want you but a chance for you to just focus and work on yourself when you answer questions and stuff like that that's really Mm -hmm. good advice Mm -hmm. yeah because my like I kind of had something lined up before, so I don't have, like, the best advice as to the job search. Like, my only, like, background when it comes to searching for jobs was, the like, the jobs I was applying to before I got my job out of college. Like, I was applying for jobs in my degree, and like you said, it it is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I was applying to – I. I think I was applying before I had my interview set up, so it was, like, about a couple weeks to a month. I applied to, I think, 20-ish jobs. Mm-hmm just to like get it out there just see and when I tell you I didn't hear back from a single one it is humbling Mm -hmm. to be like because as you said before like people set you up to be like oh like you're gonna go to high school and then you're gonna graduate and then you're gonna go to college and then you're gonna graduate and then you're gonna get a job like just like that Mm -hmm. and when you have a degree you could do anything you know that's how they market it so when you're struggling to get a job it's definitely like um like (laughs) This is not what they told right. me. Was and it's happen. also like you're trying to get that job, but so is like yes. 1,000 other people who 100%. have more experience than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just like a game of luck. Mm-hmm. You know? It really is. It's luck. It's who you know. Who you know. That's a big part of it. Yeah. But yeah, so there's a lot of obstacles with that. But like with it, like don't give up. Eventually you yeah. will find the right one. And even if it's not, at least you're getting paid. And then you can look, you can always look while you're yeah. in the job. It's fine. Yeah, I always say like everything happens for a reason with all things in my life. And, like, just to touch on my career, because I haven't really talked about it, I went to school for criminal justice, and I was really passionate about doing something in that field, but then I I had an opportunity arise, and I was like, I feel like it'd be dumb if I didn't just take them up on it, if I didn't just interview and try and see what happened and how it played out, Um, and things turned out to be amazing, and it's a job in sales, and I absolutely love it, and it was honestly the best decision I ever made, so... In terms of that, like, also don't necessarily narrow it down to just what you went to school for because you'll find almost, I would say, 50% of the time the people that are in 
the fields you're applying to like didn't go to school for that especially the field that I'm in every single person I talk to because I work in like health insurance sales every single person had a different degree like no one like I see history majors I see like finance you know criminal justice like all these random ones that you wouldn't expect um but yeah so definitely keep your options open too like that's my big thing I feel like I talked about that on one of my podcasts or maybe one in the future I forget but keeping your options open is like super important in that process as well and then just looking for like what you like and hoping that it works out for you yeah big part of it is luck which kind of stinks but Mm -hmm. like she said like everything happens for a reason and if it doesn't it's not the right job yeah um just to kind of wrap it up like what's your like last piece of advice for like just graduated college students um not necessarily like the job aspect just like life as a whole like you know how can they stay mentally happy how can they stay physically happy like what do you think out of those kind of ideas is the best advice that you can give to those Um, that crowd you know what when I graduated like I don't know a lot was changing in my life at that moment like my parents divorced both my family pets died our house was selling Mm -hmm. like I was graduating there's a lot of things happening and um with that like I kind of had like went into a really really like a big like dark depression and a big part of that like and I know it's gonna sound so silly but the only thing that like kind of helped me throughout it was knowing like in the end all the choices I make everything I do is only to like support myself and Mm -hmm. to like help me in the future so I always have myself because like I think it's hard because I've always been a people pleaser and you look for others to help and all that stuff. But, like, once you realize, like, in the end it's you, it doesn't matter about the jobs or, like, where you live or who you're dating. Like, as long as you have yourself, you support yourself, you're always, you know, on your own side, rooting for yourself, like, you'll be okay. And it sounds so silly, but it did help me a lot because I realized, like, I knew my worth. I knew how cool I was. Mm -hmm. I knew how smart I was. um, Stuff like that. So that kind of helped me. So if you're, like, in that situation where you don't really know what's happening, like, just as long as you, like, are strong and know you're worthy of whatever you want and desire, you'll be fine. Um, But, yeah, I guess that's my biggest, like, advice. Yeah, and that's that literally ties into, like, the whole idea of this podcast Mm -hmm. in its entirety. Like, just loving yourself, putting yourself first. Like, if you do that, everything will, like, seriously fall into place. I think that was really great advice, Nikki. Thanks. Well, thank you so much <laughs> for coming to chit chat with course. me today. Um, guys, if you don't follow Nikki on Instagram, you got to follow her. I tagged her in our recent post and I'll tag her on the Instagram post when I release this episode. So definitely give her a little follow and give her some love because she gave you guys some love today. No, she was so kind to be the first <laughs> guest. And I'm so excited to like continue to do this podcast and get more guests on here and relate it to different audiences. So thank you again for listening and tune in to our next episode next week. Love you guys. Bye-bye.